Welcome back to Notorious IDP. We have the Notorious Ones. I'm Ronnie, and like always, I'm with Sean. How you doing, Sean? I'm doing good. It's a crazy week in the NFL this week. A lot of COVID. I don't have any COVID, so that's better news for me. How about you? How are you doing? Well, no COVID for us, but we do have that stupid cold running around, but not bad. I won this week. I mean, my team's peaking at the wrong time. Enough, you know, can't get me in the playoffs, but I guess the toilet bowl will have to work. Toilet bowl, playoffs, all that starts this week in almost every league out there. So this is the week to really try your hardest. Even like you, you score the highest points in the league, probably right up in the top four in total points, but you're in the toilet bowl. And I'm down yeah. at the bottom and I'm in the playoffs. So three yeah, wins in a row and I win. <laughs> I sent the uh, power rankings to you as you dead last. But <laughs> <laughs> well, yet you're hanging around fourth and fifth place. What more could you ask for? Well, famous coaching words, every, everybody, every team in every fantasy league and regular league, we're all zero and zero right now. Just got to win three straight and you're the playoffs champion. All right. Guess what? There are no more buys this, this week or this year, all the buys are done and out of the way for the NFL. So finally don't have to worry about that. Although now we have to worry about COVID. There was some kind of record of COVID cases this week with the NFL. So really pay attention to your team. Watch carefully this week because a lot of players are going on the list and some are coming off that were on there last week. So good and bad news all around. We do have a Thursday game. That's Kansas City, Los Angeles Chargers and two Saturday games, uh, Las Vegas, Cleveland and New England, Indianapolis. So Thursday, Saturday, Sunday and Monday games. The Monday nighter is Minnesota, Chicago. That ought to be pretty good if you're a Minnesota fan. Playoff start, like I said, in most leagues uh, this week. So pay attention now because that's all you got to do is win now. Who cares what what got you here like me? If it was luck, if it was skill, it doesn't matter. Just win, baby, win. <laughs> all right, Baltimore coach John Harbaugh. He said quarterback Lamar Jackson suffered an ankle sprain. Not a high ankle sprain, just an ankle sprain in last week's game. So he could be back or he might miss a game. We'll see. I haven't heard officially yet. The Giants defensive line lineman, Leonard Williams, he's going to miss some time. Don't know how much time, but that usually means at least one week, maybe two weeks with the elbow injury. He could be out the rest of the year based on how the Giants are doing right now. Atlanta's safety, Eric Harris, he is out for the year with a torn pec. Uh, and Chicago, this is the biggest news of the week. Chicago's Jakeem Grant gets the first punt return touchdown in the NFL this year. <laughs> 97 yards, pretty good one too. He ran one way, stopped on a dime, cut back the other way, and then ran down the sideline. So congratulations to, I'm pretty sure I've been, I've, I've been looking and haven't seen any punt returns. So other than blocked punt returns, so I think this is officially the first. So congrats, Jakeem Grant. All right, pick six. You ready for this? Do you know how it finished, by the way, or did you? Pay I attention? didn't even look. I was actually going to look, but never did. Well, we're back to our old ways. I went three and three, and you went two and four. <laughs> you did get the tiebreaker. So, if there's any consolation prize to your two and four, you got the tiebreaker. All right, IDP touchdowns and safeties and special team touchdowns. There's a lot here. Miles Garrett, 15 yard fumble return for a touchdown. Uh, for Cleveland, Kansas City's Mike Hughes, a 23-yard fumble return for a touchdown. A lot of fumble return touchdowns this, this week. Dallas's Dorrance Armstrong, or is it Durant's Armstrong, 37-yard fumble return for a touchdown. Got to love the big guys. Uh, Washington, Cole Holcomb, you must have loved this one, a 31-yard pick six. Atlanta's Michael Walker, 66-yard pick six. Uh, Green Bay's Rasul Douglas, we've been talking him up on the waiver wire. 55-yard pick six, and of course, Chicago's Jakeem Grant, 
97 yard punt return for a touchdown. All right, that is it. Ready for all buffet team, or do you want to add anything before we move on? No, let's do the buffet team. It's time to eat, baby. Time to eat. All right, no linebackers on here, even though Cole Holcomb had a pretty good game, did not have enough to make the Albafay team. So two, two D-line, Randy Gregory and Miles Garrett, both of them had pretty good games. Gregory had a tackle, a sack, an int, a forced fumble, and a PD. One of everything, but that's the way that Albafay works. You get one of everything at the buffet. Uh, Cleveland's Miles Garrett, three tackles, uh, one sack, one forced fumble, one fumble recovery, and one touchdown, which was the 15-yard fumble return. Uh, defensive backs, we have three of them. Mike Hughes for Kansas City, nine tackles for Mike Hughes, two forced fumbles, one fumble recovery, and one touchdown, which was the 23-yard fumble return for a touchdown. Green Bay's Rasul Douglas, two tackles, one interception, two PDs, one 55-yard pick-six touchdown. And Dallas's Jordan Lewis. This guy's had a couple of big games this year. Nowhere near consistent, but he can get big games when he needs them. Six tackles, one forced fumble, one fumble recovery, and a pass defense. So congratulations to all of those all buffet honorees this week. And you know what I really ought to do since we're getting close to the end of the year is get like a, a year-long all buffet team. <laughs> I don't know if I want to go through that many names. So I'll have to just kind of, maybe you have to get on here at least four times or three times to make the year end. Or maybe just the top 10. There you go. I like that. Good ideas. That's why you're on the show, Ronnie. So why don't you start <laughs> us off with the white waiver wire pearls of the week? All right. Well, let's head to uh, D line. Delmonte Jones of Denver, two sacks this week. Boom. He's been living on the waiver wire. I'm surprised he's not picked up in more leagues. Draymond Jones, uh, five and a half sacks over the last six games. He's averaging almost a sack a game. Next up, I have uh, the Rams' Greg Gaines. He's been on here a couple of times. 16 tackles and two sacks over the last three games. And, you know, uh, I mean, after Aaron Donald gets, what, three or four sacks last night? Greg Gaines <laughs> is probably going to not even be blocked. They're going to be putting three guys on Aaron Donald. So look for Greg Gaines to continue. Yeah, I agree with that one. Um, going out to Dallas, Randy Gregory, 18% rostered. First game back, got a sack and a half and a pick. Not bad. Got to love Got to love those guys that nobody notices because they've missed so many games and then they come back and just blow up. All right, I have uh, in the desert, Arizona, Zach Allen. Double-digit scoring in each of the last four games for Zach Allen, Arizona. Oh, nice one. This one's kind of a little more wide. He's the almost guy, right? He gets all the quarterback pressures, all the quarterback hits, but really doesn't put it together. But Javon Clowney of Cleveland got a sack and a half this week. He might be turning around with Garrett's soaking up all the doubles and triple teams now. I think you could take anybody off of that uh, entire D line. I think uh, Takaris McKinley even had a sack or so. Uh, so pretty much all those ends were, were having monster games. Uh, my next up would be, this guy's a little highly higher rostered, 66%, but I included him because I'm surprised that he's not like 90%. That's Cincinnati's Trey Hendrickson. He has 11 games with a sack this year, including the last nine straight games with a sack and 12 and a half sacks on the year for Cincinnati's Trey Hendrickson. How is he not 90%? I mean, that... That's so, so surprising. I would love to have him. Yeah, I mean, he's he was drafted our league, I think. But, you know, 
if he's available in your team, you got to pick him up. I mean, nine straight games with a sack just says says enough right there. Yeah, this one heading out to Washington, Jonathan Allen, 49% rostered, has great matchups, Philadelphia, Dallas, and Philadelphia. How would you ever believe he'd be the best defensive lineman of Washington this year? <laughs> if injuries happen, would about be the only way. And that's really what happened. Sweats out yeah. injured. Uh, Chase Young's, Young's out injured. Although yeah. Chase Young wasn't doing great, but he was coming on before he got injured. All right, I like it. I've got one more. Minnesota's DJ Wanham. He's only got two sacks over the last three games, but Minnesota's defense is heating up right now. And that's a that's an easy part to get on right now is that D-line. I love that name, want him. Want to get that quarterback, baby. Yeah. All right, heading out to linebackers, and let's head out to San Fran, where Azir Asir, 11 total stops this week and a sack. Still only 40% rostered. I am number one also, Aziz Alshair. Three monster games in a row is all I have to say about him. Surprised that he's not picked up, too. All right, I'll do my next one, being we had two of the same. Going to New Orleans, this guy starting to step up, two and a half sacks, Kaywan Alexander. Not bad. I think, uh, you know, Demario Davis has stepped up a little bit, but Quan's looking pretty good too. I have uh, for my next player, this one I kind of stole from my matchups, which will be in tomorrow's show, but New York Giants Tay Crowder. I think he's got a great matchup versus Dallas this week. I don't expect Dallas to throw much. I think they're going to be running a lot. So look for uh, the linebackers to be busy, but Tay Crowder is out there. So I think he's worth picking up. All right. I agree. This one going, going old school, Robert Quinn, Mm. another week. Like, I mean, he's had seven and a half sacks in the last five weeks. He keeps that up. He might be the best linebacker on Chicago this year. Yeah, doubt it. <laughs> There's this guy named Roquan. <laughs> hey, they're right there in points. If you look at the points, they're not that far off. All right, so I also had Quan. I didn't mention uh, my notes on him. Uh, he had 24 tackles, one interception, and two sacks over the last four games. So he's he's had a monster four games. So I think he's definitely a pickup, although not as highly rated as you have him. But my third would be Green Bay's Preston Smith. Five sacks in the last four games. I think he missed some time earlier in the year with an injury, but man, he's coming along strong. Preston Smith. Oh, yeah. All right. I'm going to do another oldie but goodie. Chandler Jones. Three good games in a row. Three and a half sacks in that stretch. Not bad. I like that. I think uh, he's coming out. He, he had that monster game in week one and then just disappeared for how many months? It's like, yeah, I can take two months off after that stat line. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go with a guy that looked pretty good in the Monday night game. Los Angeles Rams, Ernest Jones, 16 tackles, an interception, and a half sack over the last two games. He's averaging eight tackles a game. So Rams, Ernest Jones. All right. Well, I've got one more Ram. Leonard Floyd had a nice pick, but he's been pretty consistent and is only around 30% rostered. He's my last one. My last one is a guy that we've had on here before. They're coming off of by Miami's Jalen Phillips. Five straight games with a sack, seven sacks during those that, that five cream streak. So if he's out there, definitely worth picking him up, Jalen Phillips. Plus, he's a rookie if you're in a dynasty league. Ooh. 
Good one there. Let's go down to DBs. I'm going to go to London Collins of Washington, 30%, 36% rostered, five tackles, two sacks, and a pick. And he was on the bench. <laughs> <laughs> on your bench. <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> I've, I've got him as my number two. He did have a big game in the box. He faces Philadelphia next week. I expect him to still be in the box for that one because of the threat of the running quarterback. Um, so I like him too. But my number one was Green Bay's Russell Douglas. Back-to-back monster games. He faces Baltimore this week, who may be with a backup at quarterback. So pay attention to that. Russell Douglas. All right. I am... Um... Heading down to New England with their two great matchups coming, J.C. Jackson, Indianapolis, and Buffalo coming up. So expect Jackson to have a couple of nice weeks for the playoffs. All right. Uh, one one thing to mention about the backup for Baltimore, it's Tyler Huntley. He was pretty good. I think he, he may be a starter in this league soon. So just because he's a backup doesn't mean he's going to throw a lot of picks like the uh, – like the rookies. He's definitely not a rookie. So I have Kansas City's Tyron Matthew next. 14 tackles and a pick over the last two games. Nice. Well, let's go to Cleveland. This one's going deep. Grant DeLumpet, mm-hmm. 4% rostered, 11 tackles. He's a young DB too. Lots of tackles yeah. this week. Uh, I'm going to go with Tampa Bay's Antoine Winfield Jr. 26 tackles over the last three games. I think he's been on our list the last four or five weeks in a row. <laughs> that means pick him up, pick him up. He's doing exactly. Good. <laughs> All right, let's go to Baltimore. We had a Anthony Averett sighting again, five stops and a pick this week. Not bad. I've got another old school name for you. Um, he's on a new team. Cleveland's John Johnson. He used to be a star in this league, but he's kind of, you know, on and off in Cleveland, but 20 tackles, one pick and a half sack over the last three games. So John Johnson, I think he's coming on strong now. All right. Well, my last one on the list, Xavier Wood. I don't know how long he's been in here for Minnesota. Eight total stops again. He's a good one too. I like that. All right. You ready to take us over to the dark side? Yep. Let's go to QB. Of course. I'm going to go just mainly looking at the next three matchups. I'm going Teddy Bridgewater, 48% rostered, Cincinnati, Vegas, and the Chargers coming up. Not a bad small stretch. No, that's that's probably decent. I wouldn't call it easy, but not bad. I'm going to go with the guy that I have on there every week. He was probably the fourth best quarterback in fantasy last week. Keep putting him on here. Nobody's picking him up, but Pittsburgh's Ben Roethlisberger, Big Ben. He's still out there. He's still looking serviceable, and he had pretty much a pair of good games over the last two. So Ben Roethlisberger, Pittsburgh. Yeah, he's got Tennessee, Kansas City, and Cleveland. He was also my next guy up, and he's right in the pine in our league. No one wants him to stream. That's why he's not getting picked up in our league. He's already <laughs> there. Yeah, he's uh, he's got tough matchups now that you mention it. It was another part of the problem there, but I think they're going to be throwing it. I think they've given up on the run game, so I think he's serviceable. All right. All right, my next one is Miami's Tua Tonga-Vailoa. He's coming off a bye, so he might be available in more leagues. And he's got the Jets this week, which is a decent matchup. I agree. My last one on the list is Justin Fields. He's got Minnesota, Seattle, and the Giants coming up. I've got a sneaky last pick for you. Cleveland's Baker Mayfield. He faces Las Vegas this week. Pretty good matchup. Not the greatest, but a pretty good one, so... 
I think he's worth, and surprisingly, he's somewhere around like, he's in the low percentages, 20 to 40, somewhere in that range. Yeah. Uh-oh, you just cut out. Did you mute? Have any other ones at quarterback? Oh, you, you were out. What'd you say? I you said, just... did you have any other ones at quarterback? Nope, just those three. All right, going to running backs. We actually might have a stud out there this week. They're oh, hard to I'm find. Sure. I'm sure we both Deshaun have them. Penny, 30% yeah. rostered, 16 carries, 137 yards, two touchdowns. I think we had him on here last week. Widely available, coming off a big game. Big game should be used more going forward. I think this is the guy that, you know, could be a sneaky, if not a guy that'll win your playoffs, the guy that'll help you a lot, because I think they're going to use him a lot. But, you know, 37 rushes I think he had in that last game. Uh, that's insane for a running back. So we'll see how well he can hold up if they keep that up. All right, my All number right. two, since uh, we had the same guy there, is Philadelphia's rookie, Kenneth Gainwell. Last week, he had a four and a half yard per carry average, and he caught five passes on five targets. Uh, he might not get used a lot, but he's looking good when he does get used. So I think he's great going forward. Nice. Um, I kind of only have, I got two more, but Royce Freeman, I don't know. You can really mention a Houston guy, but <laughs> he had eight targets and he, he caught six of them. So I'm not going to complain about those numbers. It's not bad for the PPR. All right, I've got another, like it's it's not the greatest one, but it could be a sneaky pick. Uh, Kansas City's Derek Gore. I think I've had him on here before. <laughs> he's he's more of a backup guy. I mean, Kansas City got up to a what a 40-point lead over Las Vegas. So they could they could afford to bring in their backups, but he showed some smart spark when he was in there, and they might look for that going forward. So Derek Gore is kind of a, a sleeper pick here. Yep, and he's actually my last one. Do you have any other ones? Nope, that's it for me. All right, heading down to wide receivers. I'm a big fan of this guy in Baltimore, Rashard Bateman. I like him too. In fact, I drafted him. But if Tyler Huntley starts this game instead of Lamar Jackson, I think Bateman's numbers actually should stay high. Uh, doesn't seem like Lamar Jackson likes to throw it to Rashad Bateman. But Tyler Huntley does, so that, that's a good sign for uh, Bateman, Ross But my number one is actually Detroit's Amon Ross St. Brown. 12 targets in each of the last two games. Got to love those opportunities. Yeah, I agree. Um, the sneaky one we put on here last week, K.J. Osborne for Minnesota. As long as he's getting the start, he might be producing for you the next two weeks or so. That was a really good uh, mention last week when you put KJ Osborne on there. I don't think I had him, but you had him. And a lot of that's based on was Adam Thielen being out. So yeah. if Adam Thielen comes back, that hurts. But if he's out again, that was a huge game and a nice pickup. And there was a lot of receivers that I didn't put on here that I could have that had, you know, they're like three catches, but one of those catches happened to be like a 40 or 50 yard touchdown, which looks really good. So I didn't, left a lot of those guys off and went with the, the high targets guys. So my next guy is Buffalo's Gabriel Davis, 12 targets and two touchdowns over the last two games. I think uh, he's been looking good since he was a rookie, just not used much. Email Sanders who? Gabriel Davis, Buffalo's. <laughs> That's the yeah, problem Sanders. maybe is Buffalo's got too many receivers and neither one well, of those are Stephon Diggs. So a couple of weeks ago, I picked up email Sanders. He's like 90% rostered. I'm like, why does someone drop him? Starting one week, three points later, Gabriel Davis outscores him. Now I know why he's 
being dropped and he's one of the most cut players but my last receiver this one also kind of doesn't sound very good but Robbie Anderson did he not have a good game this week <laughs> Ooh, nice that was a pretty sneaky pickup too because you know he's good and he was probably on a lot of rosters the first few weeks of the season and they just fell off I'm looking up Emmanuel Sanders numbers from last game. One target, one catch, 25 yards. Yeah. Well, look at the last, what, five games? He's just fallen off. Yeah. I, there was, you know, the target leaders are Stephon Diggs, Cole Beasley, Dawson Knox, and Gabriel Davis. And then the running back, Devin Singletary, in the last game. And everybody else was just one. So I think they don't really like Emmanuel Sanders. Time to move on. Plus, he's like 90. Yeah. You can't really play well when you're out there with a walker trying to run routes. <laughs> <laughs> well, my last pick was uh, Rashad Bateman uh, that you already mentioned is your, your first pick. So I'm done with receivers. All right. Going to Mr. Tight ends. Let's go to Anthony Fister of Tennessee with the receivers being out. He's kind of been their go-to guy of late. All right. I'm going to go Seattle's Gerald Everett, 17 targets and two touchdowns over the last three games. Yeah, he's been a stud. I'm going to take one out of your book from last week. Austin Hooper is still widely available. He did just get put on the COVID list, but it's still early enough that he could come off. And part of his yeah. success was uh, David Njoku getting put on the COVID list or injury list or something like that. So keep an eye on the COVID list because who knows who's going to play tight end for Cleveland this week. But if it's just like it was last week, I'd, I'd look for another big game out of Hooper. But I don't know. The COVID lists are crazy. My next pick yeah. is Denver's Albert O or Okwugbanam. Anyway, <laughs> Albert O. He's widely available. Noah Fant gets hurt all the time, got hurt at the end of that last game. Even though Noah Fant led the all receivers in yards in uh, Denver's last game, he got hurt at the end. Albert O comes in, gets a touchdown, and still outscores Noah Fant. So I like Albert O. Pretty much all the time, as long as Noah Fan's not playing. Fair enough. I agree with you. Going to Chicago, I think this guy makes makes our list about 80% of the year. Cole Clement. You think he's going to become a superstar? He's just like kind of like he's not putting it together, but he's not that bad. And I, for a tight end, <laughs> you can't ask for much. I keep expecting superstar status, not getting it. I think um, maybe it depends on who's playing quarterback there and whether or not uh, Fields likes to throw it to the tight end or Andy Dalton probably likes it a little more. But I, I see him as just a serviceable guy. He's going to get you points. He's not going to get you a big game, probably won't get you a, a mama bird. So he's just kind of a plug-in guy. Uh, my next guy is an un, a little unknown guy, Houston's uh, rookie, Brevin Jordan at tight end. Uh, the rookie's increasing his target share over the last three games. I think it went three, four, seven in targets over the last three games. So he's getting more involved. Um, we'll see how that turns out. It's Houston. So you always got to be a little nervous when you're talking Houston, but Brevin Jordan looks good. All right. Do you have any other tight ends? Yeah, I've got one more. This is a sneaky one. Uh, he may not be available, but he might've been dropped. Los Angeles Rams, Tyler Higby. He was on the COVID list. So he didn't play last week. He might've been dropped because a lot of people didn't want that zero. Uh, he's off the COVID list now. And he might be available. So it's a sneaky pickup. Los Angeles Rams, Tyler Higby. And that's my last. Yeah, I think that's a huge piece of advice. Just look who's available. You never know who's going to get dropped. Especially with these COVID lists, right? People drop yeah. somebody because they can't play him because of COVID. And all of a sudden they're out there. 
they might be like he in our league he might be 80 percent uh but all it takes is that one person to drop him all right exactly some kickers we can wrap this up quick i've got three kickers um i'm gonna go out to philadelphia jake elliott as kickers are so hard this year so i'll just leave it at that (laughs) jake elliott's pretty consistent and you know every kicker that they're coming off a bye so he's also my number one because people drop their kickers when they go on by. So Philadelphia's Jake Elliott. My second guy is Miami's Jason Sanders, who's also coming off a bye. He plays at home in the Florida weather this week. So I like that a little warmer. All right. And I'm going to head down to um, Washington, Dustin Hopkins. <laughs> you see the one that I got cut a couple of weeks ago? <laughs> yeah, he's been on a few teams. He's back on the list. <laughs> <laughs> this could be his last game if you're picking him. All right, I'm yeah. going to go to Atlanta's Young Way Koo. Uh, he's a reliable kicker. I think he had three out of three field goals. Not bad this last week. He plays San Francisco this week in San Francisco. I think the weather should be decent. Uh, yeah, I look for him to, you know, it's Atlanta, so maybe they can't move the ball. Maybe they get touchdowns. You never know with them, but he's definitely capable and a really good, reliable kicker. All right, my last one, going to Denver. I know you love those cold weather teams, Brandon. My kicker, my kicker is going to oh. get it done. <laughs> McManus in that, how cold yeah. is it going to be in Denver? Is it going to be snowing oh. and freezing? Are they even yeah. playing in Denver? I'll have to bring up the schedule. No, I don't. Yeah, they're home this week. They got Cincinnati, if I, if I remember right. Do they yep. got Cincinnati this week? Cincinnati, Cincinnati at Denver in the afternoon. I don't know if they have a weather forecast on it yet. And it is Denver by one and a half. Ooh. I actually think Denver's going to run a lot in that game. Look for Draymond Jones. You mentioned, we both mentioned him on our pickup. He's going to be good, I think, in that game. All right, well, that's it for kickers. Do you have anything to add? I've got one more thing to add before we All right, end. let's hear it. I just want to go over my uh, highest rated defenses again, uh, like I do every week. Number one, and the only team with the higher than 40-point rating is still Tampa Bay, like usual. But there's a lot of teams right up there. So number two is actually Dallas. A lot of that's Ooh. due to their rookie, Micah Parsons. Um, I think uh, Trayvon Diggs had three pass defenses last week that really helped the, the team numbers, even though he didn't get a pick. So I think that defense is coming around. So look for these teams to make good playoff runs. Dallas, um, Tampa Bay, number one, of course, then Dallas. And then the next one. I'm looking at the numbers is back to new England who had been number one for a time, but they've dropped a third now. And then the top four to round it out is Miami. That's the sneaky one at 37.9. So jump on the Miami bad bandwagon now, if you can, because they're deep, especially their defensive backs and D line. Actually, they, they mainly rush the passer with linebackers. So those are my top four defenses and that's all I have. All right. Well, we'll get to get together tomorrow and maybe redo it again. All right. Have a good one and good luck to you this week and we'll see you tomorrow. All right. Peace out.